welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy, a podcast that looks at the inspiration, intention, action, and choices that you can make to bring more joy into your life, into the world, and into other people's lives. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. Welcome to episode 235 and this week's three joyful things. I'm so glad to be here with you on Jumpstart Your Joy, and thank you so much for tuning in. Of course, these Thursday episodes are the little mini bites of goodness where I jump in and talk about how you can unpack the inspiration, intention, and action that I have had over the past week. This week on the show and this whole month has been the joy of marketing month on Jumpstart Your Joy. And it's been a lot of fun to talk about and explore some of the ways that marketing your small business can be joyful. And of course, if you've been listening in, you know that I'm also encouraging you to think about marketing in a whole new, brand new, different way, because truly, marketing is really a way of communicating what it is that you do with the world. So whether you're a small business or you have a LinkedIn account, you're doing some sort of marketing and sharing what it is that you do with people probably every day. So this week on the Three Joyful Things episode, I really wanted to talk about something that had had inspired me recently, and that's come up quite a bit in the interviews and actually in this week's episode, which is 234. And it's all about the six ways that you can make marketing joyful. And one of those is really tapping into the idea that there is only one of you and you are the only one who can bring your mission, your purpose, your ideas, and your big joyfulness to this world. And the thing is, I think we often discount that. What I talk about in 234, I'll link up to it in the show notes, is how so often we compare ourselves to others. And I find this to be really dangerous and kind of limiting to most of us. Because when we start to compare ourselves with with other people in the field, whether that be in your business or whether it be with someone at work, you're looking at someone else who has an entirely different background. And oftentimes, especially in the entrepreneurial space, you're looking at people who have been in the business for 10, 15, 20 years. And you know what? It doesn't help you at all to compare yourself to where they are right now. One of my former coworkers said to me, you can't compare your beginning to someone else's middle or ending because it just doesn't do you any service. The second part of that, when we get into comparison, is the fact that there's only one you and your mission, your purpose, your joyful message, you're the only one here on this planet that can share it. And it's why you're here. It's really important to sink into that thing that makes you unique, get comfortable with it and start sharing it. (laughs) Because you're the only one, it doesn't even matter that you aren't at that same point as other people, or other excuses come up that maybe you don't have the budget, or you don't have the team, or you don't have the resources, or you don't have the time. And none of that actually matters when you start to get really clear on the message that you're here to share, and that you start diving into that vision that is uniquely yours, right? Like the budget, none none of that actually matters, because you could put up a blog for free and start sharing it. You could put it up on Facebook for free, and you could start sharing it. All of that falls away when you start to think about and re- really tap into the fact that there's only one you and you're the only one here that is going to share this vision with the world. 
Let's jump into the message for this week in this three joyful things. But I want to ask you a question. Have you watched Taylor Swift's Miss Americana, which is out on Netflix? If you have not, go get Netflix. I'll put a link in um, the show notes. You can get a a free 30-day subscription. I don't get any kickback. But go watch Taylor Swift, even if you're remotely interested in current music and her rise to fame. If you don't know who she is, Taylor Swift is a popular music singer, songwriter, performer, who has been out for about 10 years. She started when she was 13 or 14, had an amazing rise to fame as someone who's writing her own music as a teenager. Amazing. And now she's in her early 20s. And so this uh, documentary follows how, how she has changed since she started. It's really the story of her transformation in embracing her story and her voice. And it really is quite amazing. The documentary starts with Taylor Swift writing in her journal and kind of reflecting about who she was when she started her journey. And then you hear this voiceover where she says, I was so wrapped up in other people's approval that that was it. I became the person that everyone wanted me to be, end quote. And, you know, I think in that moment, I mean, like I could, I get it. She's, she was young and And she's looking back on the things that motivated her and that drew her to fame and and how she was so interested in looking at the charts and and how all the feedback was so important and how devastated she was when she started to get comments or whatever that, that, that spoke about her in a negative way. But the thing that I find interesting is while you could say that this point of view is egocentric or maybe limited to superstars or people that are influencers, I think if you're like me, I bet you can find a little bit of yourself in the thing that she shares about being so wrapped in approval that she became someone that maybe she didn't even really recognize. In a world where there's so many opportunities to be lulled into the likes and follows and friending, approval can be a really powerful draw, especially if you're a people pleaser. We fast forward to 2018 and we see Taylor Swift on the phone with her agent where she gets the news that she doesn't get a Grammy nod for the album that she had put out that year. And her response to that is, no, it's okay. What I need to do is make a better record. And I I think this is so amazing because it shows someone who has kind of moved beyond everybody else's approval. And it shows that she's digging in to get really clear on what she needs to do next. And that it's something that she can do for herself. And then we see her creating the super hit me, which I'm not going to try and sing because you don't want me to do that. But of course, includes the earworm of I promise that you'll never find another like me. I'm the only one of me, baby. That's the fun of me. And in short, Taylor Swift has just owned her uniquity and she's letting that thing, the oneness of herself, be the thing that runs the show. And I, you know, you kind of have to cheer and it's so fun to see her so excited about how she's writing the lyrics. You guys just have to go watch. Her excitement over it is really sweet and really inspiring. So today, let's talk about the inspiration that I got from this moment. Really, I want you to go watch Miss Americana because what I found myself thinking about is what happens when one chases fame and approval versus what happens when one follows their heart and shares their unique, authentic voice with the world. And while it's kind of maybe cheesy, I mean, we're talking about a pop star here, there really is only one of you. And your voice and your message is very much needed in this world. Not the version that everyone's expecting or wishing or hoping you would be, but the version of you 
that they might not expect. That's the one we need. It's the version that we don't expect from you at all. The intention I want us all to set for this week is to embrace your own self. Let yourself be you. Set the intention to notice what you're sharing in the world, how you share it, and look at why you share it. This is really mindful and super intentional because I know sometimes even when I share stuff, it's because I want to look good (laughs) or (laughs) like I use a filter because I'm like, oh, I, you know, don't like that aspect of myself or whatever. I'm using a hashtag because I want to get noticed. All that stuff. I want us all to pay attention to how, why, and when we're sharing, especially on social media. And the action that I suggest that we all take is look at your social media feed, whether this is for marketing or if it's for personal use, either works, and look at what you're sharing. Look at the pictures you're posting. And I want you to get really honest with yourself. The first set of questions and you could journal this out or whatever works for you. The questions themselves will also be in the show notes. What are you sharing because it's expected? What language are you using because it's a turn of phrase that's popular right now? What images are you posting to keep up with an image that's expected or air quotes cool? And here's another angle on this one. Where are you censoring yourself and why? Are you holding back from saying things that you know to be true because some group might not approve of them? The other set of questions is on the flip of that, notice what you're sharing that feels like you to the core. What are you saying that you want to say more of? What in your social media brings you joy and highlights the things that you love about yourself and your life? And where have you been hiding out and wanting to say something, but you've been quiet because of an external expectation. So that one really gets into that juicy part where it's probably the similar kind of energy where we see Taylor Swift totally writing these amazing lyrics that she's so excited to share. I want you to find that aspect of yourself for yourself and dive into that. Whether you're communicating about a small business or about your life on social media, I think those questions are really juicy and interesting to explore and will really help you get to the heart of what your unique messages and really share the only one you-ness with the world. So I'd love to hear from you if you've had an aha moment in listening to this. You can email me at jumpstartyourjoy at gmail.com. And I love giving getting your messages. Last week, I really loved hearing back from one of the listeners about how she had looked at the exercise that I shared last week. You can go back to listen to episode 233. She took 45 minutes to dive into the episode. And she says, this exercise will enable me to focus on what passions and projects throughout my years have brought me the biggest smiles and the strongest ideals. So glad that I took the time to start many thanks. So thanks, Ginger, for writing in. It means a lot. I love hearing from you. And I'm happy to write back to anyone who who emails in. Of course, these short Thursday episodes are all inspired by what was originally my newsletter of three joyful things that comes out every Thursday. So if you're coming from the newsletter, I want to say thank you so much for also tuning into the podcast. I encourage you to subscribe to the show, which you can do on your favorite apps already on your mobile phone, probably. If you have an iPhone, you can go look for Jumpstart Your joy on Apple Podcasts. It's a purple button on your phone that looks like an upside down exclamation point. You tap that, look for Jumpstart Your Joy and hit subscribe. 
totally free, easy to do. And then you get these episodes every Tuesday and Thursday when they come out automatically delivered to your device. The other option, if you're not on an iPhone, is check out Spotify. Spotify has an amazing set of podcasts all available for you to listen to and subscribe to there. And you just hit the podcast button from the homepage, type in Jumpstart Your Joy or any podcast that you're looking for, and you can subscribe to them there. Another podcast that I really love is The Newsworthy if you want daily news. And some of the other great ones, if you like this show that you might want to check out are Tending Your Life by long-term guest, Christy Tending. And another favorite one of mine that I actually produce is The Egg Whisperer Show by Dr. Amy Avazade, which is all about women's fertility. So I hope you'll check out those places for those shows and subscribe, leave a review if you can. It also really helps anybody out. Any show you're listening to, I, I assure you the hosts love a good review. So Thank you for tuning in this week. And for next week, really delighted. I have Ginger Birkenbuehl of Burke Creative and the Honest Field Guide podcast coming on to talk about how you can look at technology and digital media in a new way to help elevate your marketing game. And for the following week, I have Caleb Butler of Ivory Mix, which is a really cool stock photography website. And I know you're going to want to listen to both of those interviews. So I hope you'll come on back next Tuesday for Ginger. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.